Welcome to the Live Lucky Podcast, where we discuss the lucky strategies that bridge the gap between who you are and who you want to be. I'm your host, Blake Suzellis. Get ready to face the worst of yourself, shift your perspectives, deepen your love, and broaden your wisdom to live and lead others in a lucky life. Welcome back, everybody, to the Live Lucky Podcast. I really hope that you enjoyed the Hall of Mirrors series that I offered you guys here this past week. Uh, just five different ways that our world can give us some some uh, things to reflect upon ourselves and, and, and who we are, our thoughts, our emotions, behaviors, the way we relate. Um, hope you guys really enjoyed that. Uh, today we're going to go into a different type of topic, and I know that not everyone here is in that parenting season, um, but these are three crucial parenting tips we're going to talk about today. Because whether you're a parent, or maybe you're a grandparent, or this is also things that you can use in leadership. And so uh, keep tuning in here, um, because I think that these you'll find these things very helpful. Um, so my wife and I of course, we have five kids. You know, our oldest is 21, and our youngest is uh, just about 13. Um, not only that, uh, we became foster parents a few years back, and so we were fostering uh, some kiddos. Uh, so in addition to that, of course, you guys know, I think you know, I'm a therapist and a, a mental health specialist for children, um, so anyway, what I'm trying to say is I do have some sense of credibility working with kids both personally as a father but also professionally uh, in practice and with foster kids. And so my wife and I were on a walk the other day and uh, we, we were just kind of talking about this topic and we decided, you know, the number one thing that most people don't hear, I think, uh, is don't give an option when there is no option. You know, so often we will ask our kids or maybe even, you know, like I said, if you're a team leader or, you know, running a business, sometimes we'll, we'll ask what people want when really it's not even an option. You know, so for example, you know, with our kids, we would always say, okay, do you want carrots or broccoli? You know, so it's, you're giving them the power of choice, which really is an important piece um, in kind of self-development and, and them working through their own development of self-trust because you're helping them to, to make choices that they're going to have natural consequences with, whether they're positive or whether they're negative, right? And so, but you're helping guide them, kind of creating some framework for them to make some, hopefully, good choices that will help them and give them more of those positive consequences uh, versus some of the ones that, without your guidance, maybe they're going to take those negative consequences with their choice. You know, so uh, so that first tip here, just those of the three crucial parenting tips that we're talking about today, don't give an option when there is no option. Okay, so number two... Um, this is use time out for yourself. So what I mean by that is it just is not helpful when you are angry and you bring that into 
the situation with your kids, when you're trying to discipline or help them learn something, you just can't be helpful when you're angry. Okay? And so something that I've shared with a lot of people is when we originally started using timeout with our kids, you know, we had these the stairs by our front door. And so we'd say, okay, you know, if you got in trouble, you go sit on the stairs. And, you know, originally it started out kind of like, you know, think about what you've done and, you know, kind of then we're going to come over and talk to you about it. After a while of doing this, I realized that the timeout was less for them and it was more for me. I was able to kind of cool my head, kind of collect my thoughts, and then I could be helpful in actually guiding them and and parenting them in a helpful way versus, you know, shaming them or blaming them, making them, trying to make them feel bad, right? Like, that's just not a helpful motivation. You know, guilt is terrible motivation. Shame and blame are just not helpful ways to approach Uh, trying to get someone to learn something, okay? And so uh, what I had found out for myself is I was able to go over and instead of just, well, you did this and you did that, instead I was actually just able to start asking questions instead. So why are you sitting here on the stairs? You know, oh, I hit my brother, you know, and so what's wrong with that? Well, you know, I, it hurts them, and, you know, it's not good to hurt people, you know. So what do you think would be a better option? Well, I should have used my words instead, you know. And what do you think your punishment should be for this? Well, I'm, yeah, I know you're going to take this away from me, or whatever it might be. You know, so you're asking questions. The truth is, by, you know, a very young age, they know all the answers, because we've already taught them the answers of, you know, what is helpful, what is not helpful, you know. And so oftentimes we go over there and we just start lecturing our children or, you know, maybe it's the, as a leader, maybe we're just lecturing our team when they already know what's going on. They know they messed up and shaming them about it and blaming them for it is not a way to bring about growth, okay? Asking them, helping them to reflect using that mindful thinking tool of looking at the past and trying to understand the past versus just trying to feel bad about it, right? So that we take that information that we learned and then we can apply it to a future situation. That's what using timeout for yourself means to me. So hopefully that's helpful for you guys. Now, uh, the third crucial parenting tip that I want to share is... I want you to think the word trust instead of the word respect. So often, my goodness, when I was working with kiddos and their parents, um, so often I would just have them come in to and, and just say, you know, oh, I just they don't respect me and this and that. And, you know, let me just say this very clearly. Demanding a relationship from an adult doesn't work. Why would it work with your children? Okay, demanding respect is just, again, not a strategy that works well with human beings. 
Okay, I want you to start thinking about respect in the sense of trust. Are you creating a relationship with the people and building trust with the people that you want to treat you in a certain way? Because that's actually a helpful model of relationship where you're actually building trust, you're giving, you're taking, you know, there's reciprocity in that. And I'm not just demanding things because I have a certain role or a certain status. It's just not a working, it's just, that model just doesn't work well. It puts people in under a lot of duress, and when people are really stressed out, their emotional brain takes over, their thinking brain goes offline, and so even in a very physiological way, it's not, it just doesn't work, okay? Just, it doesn't work. And so if you're going to continue to use that idea and that line of, well, they should just respect me because I'm their mother or I'm their father, I'm just going to share with you now, it's not a helpful strategy. But if you think about it instead of, how do I build a relationship with my child so I can build trust with them? That's going to be a better driving question for you. And there's a lot of ways to do that, and every kiddo's a little bit different. You know, I was talking to one of my friends just the other day, and they, um, are ta- they took a nanny position. And they were just saying, oh, I really like to, you know, build a relationship with this kiddo. And, um, you know, the parents say I'm doing really well, but, you know, from my standards, I don't really feel like we're connecting as well as I would want. And, you know, I just kind of shared, you know, for some kids, like, getting a smile out of them is actually, that's a really good thing. And so if we're putting the bar so high as to think that we haven't created a relationship or a connection with them just because they're not treating us the way that we want, it, that might be something that you want to rethink. Because to that kiddo, you might be the greatest thing in the world to them, okay? But they may just not communicate it in a way that you understand, right? That just simple smile to them means like, I really respect you and I love you and I trust you. Um, and to you, you're like, oh my goodness, I got a smile today. I guess that's good. <laughs> so anyway, just recognizing we're each unique in the way that our internal kind of working is communicating that through our behaviors. Um, so, you know, how do these three parenting tips Held you help you to lead lucky? Well, like I said, you know, these are definitely things that can be helpful because the truth is, you know, we're all just big kids. And so when we're leading, whether it's us as parents or whether it's, you know, in a business setting, you're really just leading a bunch of human beings that are just kids who are grown up trying to figure it all out, you know. So, but think about these different tips in, in the leading setting, first of all, you know, don't give an option when there is no option. That really kind of is this understanding of a set clear expectations. Let your team know what it is that you are thinking, what it is that you're expecting out of it, and then measure them on those things, okay? Because the consequences then, you know, just like I said, for kids, you know, if they do something, there's a natural consequence to that. You know, if I punch someone in the face, they're probably not going to want to be my friend. Okay, that's the just one of the natural consequences of that behavior, right? 
And so, you know, when you set clear expectations and clear consequences, um, the consequences just act them out as if they were just the na- as natural as getting a ticket for running a red light. It's just like, okay, you know, this is just what happens, you know, when you don't meet productivity or whatever that might look like. Um, so again, clear expectations, you know, but number two really is really important for leading. And that is that idea of, you know, you can't be helpful to your team if you are taking your emotions out on the team. Okay, it's just not a helpful strategy. And you can definitely see where this idea of thinking trust instead of thinking respect can clearly play really well into leading a team. Um, Everything is a relationship. You're going to hear me say that over and over and over. Um, And the best results come when you treat it as a relationship. And you're looking at ways to build trust. Um, now, I know that there's going to be, th- this is kind of a general rule. There's going to be certain scenarios where it's like, okay, I've got, you know, 5,000 people under me and I can't have a relationship with every one of them. So you're going to have to think outside the box. How can you maybe like, you know, maybe do a video once a week where you're sharing a story about yourself or some way to really say, hey, I connect with you know, Joe in this department this week, and, you know, we just had a really great time talking about this. Bring yourself to their level. Create that relationship in a really helpful way and build the trust that you're trying to build so that you're creating not just raving fans from customers, but you're creating raving fans from your team, okay? Because that's what really creates raving fans from your customers. So, In closing, what is one thing you will take away from this episode today? You know, whether it's you pick just one of these to focus on right now or, you know, if you want to try to focus on all three of these, I mean, that would be amazing. Um, And then what do you want to do in what setting, with who, you know, kind of even think about, you know, how do do you want to keep yourself accountable to really make sure that these changes happen? Hopefully this was really helpful for you guys. And as always, I want you to remember living lucky is not living alone. And that's why we do talk so much about relationship um, because everything is relationship. So if this has been helpful for you, please share it. Maybe even share it with your team if you are a leader. You know, And that can be kind of the sign of good faith that you're working on these things. Um, and then, of course, if you have any questions, I'd love to hear these things. Even if they're specific to your company or to your parenting child, post it on one of the social media sites and we'll definitely get to those. Um, the links are always in the notes. And, and guys, I just truly appreciate you being with me today. And I will look forward to talking to you next time. Have a great day, guys.